Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. God is good. We're teaching a three-part, four-part series, actually a six-part series on going deeper into what God means when he told us uh, that this is what he wants us concentrating on in 2022. And so we gave one thing, which is uh, that from 2 Corinthians 5.17, that uh, if anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. And uh, all things pass away, behold, all things are new and these things of God. Last week we uh, spoke from Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Therefore, I urge you, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is our reasonable service of worship. And I attempted to break it down into three parts, that verse, but I only got to one part, which was, therefore, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God. And um, so uh, I didn't give the rest of it verse, which is okay, uh, because my desire, and that's what I pray all the time, God, I don't want to uh, just cover my notes. What I want to do is cover what your heart is and leave the rest to the people to read and get before the Holy Spirit, let them teach it. So, is that okay with you? All right, praise the Lord. Now, today, uh, we're going deeper into what God means when he gave us uh, Romans chapter 8. Let's go there. Romans chapter 8. And we went through 28 through 39, uh, the first of the year, in uh, those three messages. So we want to go a little deeper in this one. Now, I'm going to just share what God has given me and I'm going to leave the rest of you to to uh, study and pray and seek God and things like that. Um, let's read that verse there. Verse 28 of Romans chapter 8. It says, And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. And I went through uh, the rest of that chapter when I taught in January. Today, God wants me to bring us together. Bring us together. Because you heard so much uh, teaching on this and this variety of teachings also. And you have a variety of beliefs also. And I'm just want to, I'm wanting to read what the scripture says and we'll go from there. Now if you, on your own, go back to Romans uh, 8.1 and go down to lead up to that, you'll get the context of what he's trying to say to us. 
I'm not going to do that, but I do want to say that I want to know, God, if all things work together for good, then why am I going through this? Why is this person going through that? Why is this person, you know, uh, they are this way, and all of us are Christians. I don't understand uh, what you're doing because some people, they've been Christians for years and 50 years, and yet they are really bad off. So how can you say all things work together for good? I want to know what's going on, Lord. So that's what I told basically in the first part of the year. And my job is to, and responsibility is to teach the word of God as it is and not add to it and not subtract from it. That's what my job is. Not to the Lord over God's heritage, but to just lead. That's what, that's what shepherds do. They lead sheep. They don't drive sheep. They lead, they lead sheep. Okay? You see? Okay, so when it says this, I said, well, God, there's a lot of controversy in this thing. Now, I don't want to go in all this controversy here. No, 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 no. He said, I'm not asking you to do that. Just read what the scripture says and just teach from that. I said, okay. Now, let's go a little further, because that's, that's, all, that's all I gave you in January. I stopped right there, and I went on, passed there, went to this or that, and we talked, and oh, it was good, but it's not, in, not what God wants today. So God says, I want you to continue here. When it says, and we know that God causes all things to work together for good, then he continues in this, to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Okay. I didn't give you that in... January. We we were having fun, being excited that all things work together for good. So praise God, He's going to turn it into good regardless of what I'm going through, what you're going through, you know, what I do, what I don't do. He's going to turn it into good. So praise the Lord. You know, we have fun doing that. He said, "Okay, now you need to." Go further, deeper. He said, now, the word says, to those, to those who love God. So I said, okay. Okay. And he says, keep going. To those who are called according to his purpose. So now, the whole verse, if we're going to quote the verse, 
it's no good for us to just say, all things work together for good for those who love God. Right? Because, and I said, do you love God? Yay! We all love God. Don't we? We all love God. But most of the time, we don't even quote that. We just say, well, all things work together for good. Praise God. I know that my toe hurts, but all things work together for good. You know? So I said, well, hmm. Okay. Now, he says, continue. Let's go to verse 29. To those, that's one, to those, that's two, in verse 28. Then verse 29, for those. Oh, for those. It's not to those, for those. For those who he foreknew, he also predestined to become conformed to the image of his son. So, you know, I said, well, this is good news. This is good news. Because I know the Holy Spirit, is, is, is his, his responsibility, part of his job is to conform us to the image of Jesus Christ. I know that he's going to use things to conform us to the image of Jesus Christ. But it's, it's, it's such good news to say, for those whom he foreknew, he also predestined. Predestined doesn't mean that, that it's going to happen maybe later on or whatever. He said he predestined beforehand, he predestined to become conformed to the image of his son. I said, wow, that's good news, see. Then it says, so that he would be the firstborn among many brethren. So that means that God's doing this so that He's going to be, who's he talking about? He's going to be the firstborn from many brothers. Jesus is going to be the firstborn from many brothers, right? Okay, so he's got to have some, 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 somebody coming after him. So, so, okay, he predestined those who are coming after him. I said, oh, this is good news. This is good news. Good news. Then it says in verse 30, And these whom he predestined, he also called. I said, whoa, called. And those whom he called, now we, 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 we're speaking of past tense, is that correct? It says, and those whom he predestined, not will predestined, but predestined, it says he also called, not will call, but called, and also Justified, past tense. And these whom he justified, past tense, he also glorified. That's the end. This, the, the, the language here 
is telling us that this thing is a, I'm talking to you, Romans, I'm talking to you, the church of the living God in Rome, I'm telling you that it's a done deal. That's a, woo! That's good news. That's good news. You mean to tell me that even though I'm struggling, even though I've developed some habits that I, I don't want, I have baggage that I'm bringing into this new life. Because remember, we talked, the first, the first thing is that, that he said we are new creations, we're new creatures. He said, old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new, and these things are God. So, but, but I said, I brought some baggage in this thing, and I don't want this baggage. How can I get rid of this baggage? I developed some habits. I don't want these habits. How can I do this? When I read this, I said, well, I said, God, I am so glad, so happy that you're going to cause all this stuff that Laura was Talking about today, you know, she, she came up, gave an inspiring word here for us to, to, to let some of these things go, right? Okay, well, you want to let them go, don't you? Sure you want to let them go. I hope you don't say, I want to keep them, Lord, I want to keep these bad things. You don't want to keep those things. You want to let them go. Okay, anything that hinders you from a relationship with the one who died for you, the one who loved you, one who, who, who you're going to be with in eternity, you want to be in a relationship with them where nothing is hindering that relationship. You see? So therefore, you're saying, God, I want to let go of this baggage. How would I do it? Well, this is good news here because the final result is that you are going to be glorified. You are, all this stuff is going to be gone. It's going to be gone. It's not going to stay. That's why it tells us over here some other things. And I said, well, God, this is interesting here. Because, see, God, I already know that this stuff are fighting words for some people. They're fighting words for some people. Because we have, we have people, you know, in this congregation, that uh, their skin color is lighter than others, you know, some are darker than others, some are, you know, from ba- different backgrounds, and all this kind of stuff, and, and we're mingling together. That's just color. Now, when you're talking about personalities, no matter what color you are, we've got different personalities. And then you got people who are coming together, some political say, hey, I'm a Republican. And some say, ooh, I'm a Democrat. And then, they say, ooh, you know, we got all this sorts of people in this congregation. Now, you want me to bring this up right here? Because, see, what you're telling me now is that I know we have some Armenians in this congregation. You know, I know they're going to say, oh, no, you're Calvinist. You know, I know they're going to say all these things, God. I know they're going to do this thing because you know, uh, that's what Calvin teaches. Five point tulip. He teaches this thing, you know. And and uh, Amina said, No, 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 no. You 
You know, we got all this division. He said, he said, well, don't give them the tulip. Don't give them five points of Calvinism. Don't, don't give them a medium. Don't, don't give them that. Give them my word. Give them my word. I said, okay, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I won't get stoned today. Woo-hoo. You know, <laughs> yeah. And see, he says here that this is my word. So he said, "This is how I want you to do this thing." I said, "Okay, God, show me what you want to do." So he says, "Look, I told you in verse twenty-eight that all that that he said that." All things work together for good for those who, number one, love God. And number two, it says, to those who are called according to his purpose. He said, what I want you to do is let God be God. Let me be, let, let me be God, will it? And I want you to teach them and encourage them to do what I've told them to do. Okay. I said, oh, that's good. Uh-huh. Praise the Lord. Now, let me ask you a question. When I just read verse 28, 29, we're looking at this problem on the screen there. Listen to what it says. It says, again, we know that that God causes. It didn't say Willa calls. It didn't say Jim calls. It didn't say John calls. It said, what? God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. So what is your responsibility and what is not your responsibility? I said, okay. You see, because I said, well, God, that is good because it's, we, we, sometimes we, we, we are over so many crazy things and, and break fellowship over so many crazy things, it doesn't make sense. Because um, we try to interpret what God is saying because we already are looking at it through tinted glasses. Sometimes it's tended by our denomination. Sometimes it's tended by what we believe makes sense. Sometimes it's tended by what kind of church we grew up in and all that kind of stuff, you know. God says, look, when I say that to those who are called according to his purpose, I said for those whom he foreknew. Who's the he? Okay, so he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son so that he would be the firstborn of many brethren. And these whom he predestined, he also called, and those whom he called, he also justified, and to those whom he justified, he also glorified. Where is Willie in it? 
Where is Johnny in it? Where is Billy in it? Where is Susan in it? Susan ain't called nobody. Right? So why do I have to be arguing over, I don't believe the whole Why do we have to do all that when it don't have nothing to do with you anyway? Right? So he says, you just teach my word. You teach my word, then, then let, them, let them come to me and argue. I want them to come to me anyway. Praise the Lord. Be the first time. Let them come to me. You know? Let them come to me and let, we, we'll, we'll have some discussion. You know? Let them read Job first, then let them come to me. And we can, we can have some discussion. You see? see? I said, okay, God. This is going to be a good message today. You know? So I'm going to go in there. All excited and all happy uh, because they're going to still love me after the service. Yeah? So, <laughs> so now, what is our responsibility? By Scripture. Since, that, since the, all the other is not our responsibility, would you agree with that? The Word says it. It's not our responsibility. Okay? So if you got any argument about if you're an Armenian, fine. If you're Kevin's, fine. You go take all that names to God. And, and y'all have a good time. And I'm sure he can answer all your questions. You know? And he told me, I want you to encourage the congregation to concentrate on that which I said is theirs. To those whom those who love God. To those who love God. He said, now, that's not my responsibility. To those who love me. Because, now would you agree with that? Because he's already said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Meaning you keep my commandments. Not, I'm going to keep my commandments for you. You don't have to be worried about nothing. All you have to do is say those nicer words that you accept me as your Lord and Savior and everything you want me to uh, save you. Then that's all you have to do. You can go about your merry way and we'll be happy in eternity. Uh, No. No, no, no. So he's telling me that he wants me to get rid of things that hinder me being close to him. And that's, of course, what, what Laura said. Now, now wh- what you want to do is starve. We're starve. Not, not food-wise, but starve. Those things that will get in the way of you loving God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, all your strength, with everything you got, all your time, all your, you know, your work habits and it's your job. Because you're supposed to do everything as unto the Lord. Not with our service as men, please, but you're supposed to do it for God, right? All your finances. Because they're not yours anyway. So whatever he tells you to do with your time, whatever he tells you to do with your money, whatever he tells you to do with your eyes, whatever he tells you to do with your mouth, whatever he tells you to do with your feet, you do those things. Because those things draw us closer to God. I said, oh God. That's good. That's good. So so I'm, I'm telling us, Today, that that's what God wants. And then you can take a, 
You can take a um, natural example of that. It's nobody. Well, I take that back. It is somebody. Because uh, on, on, sometimes when you go through challenges, you, say, you, you see that the, uh, I guess you can, you can have where you can see in advance what's coming on and stuff like that. And, and, and on, on, the, on the thing it says, uh, married at first sight. You know, so that's why I said, you know, uh, I take that back because 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 uh, I don't know whether they're really married or not uh, but at first sight. But nobody usually except them on TV like that uh, <laughs> get married at first sight. You're going you're gonna to try to get to know somebody. And I can ask you all your other stories and everything and those who are not married to him but friendship. And I know that, that you know, um, that you, y'all were not married last year, this time. Is that correct? You weren't married this uh, And you didn't get married on first sight, did you? No, y'all got to know each other, didn't you? Yeah. And, 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 and um, I was talking to another person now. They used to be in our congregation when they, they had liberty, and they're getting married now. And she was telling me, it's been 10 years, oh, you know, Pastor, since I've been in at Cornerstone, and I've changed a little bit, and so I met, you know, the, her husband-to-be and all that kind of thing. She said, we've been trying to get to know each other for two years, you know? And, and so, so, in other words, you want to get to know people, don't you? You want to get to know people. You want to see whether you're compatible on this, on this, on this, on that, on those, that thing. But you had to spend time together, you know? And when I was talking to him, I said, well, you know, I said, um, how is she? And he said, uh, she's uh, this way, this way. I said, I could have told you that uh, before you even met with her, you know. you know, <laughs> I could have saved you a lot of time, brother, you know. Uh, and um, uh, But see, he didn't want to get a letter from me saying, this is how she is. And now uh, you don't have to even worry about spending all this time and we can go and get married. No, nobody's going to do that. Is that correct? Nobody's going to do that. I want to know for myself, right? Yeah, you want to know for yourself. So therefore, you need to spend time together, supervised time together, you know, uh, so that you, you know, um, <laughs> so that you won't be doing stuff that the world is doing. So uh, the, all these things here, God is saying that encourage one another help one another to starve those things that interfere with the time you could be spending with me. And I said, well, God, now you're messing with me. Uh, you're messing with things, you know, uh, because I'm glad Super Bowl was last week, you know. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, uh, but, you know, some things you start starving because of your uh, maybe a report you got from the doctor. So you start starving sometimes, stuff you eat, because the doctor said, you got high blood pressure. We're going to put you on medication. No, oh, no, you're going to put me in there. Give me, give, give me a month. Just give me a month. And, and I'm going to stop eating all these french fries and stuff like that. And so uh, we can starve things when we want to, can't we? We can starve things. God says, will you starve things that, that take away your time uh, that... You could be spending with me. 
I said, oh, God. Now, if I shared it with a congregation, uh, they're going to be, you know, in their mind throwing up this because they got some things that, that they like doing. Don't we all? We all have some things we like doing. You know, doing our free time. But let me ask you, if you gave your life to Jesus Christ, what is free time? It's his time, isn't it? Tell me, uh, tell me, so, suppose we go back to, you know, like Sam is showing the videos, you know, uh, of, of people who, uh, important people who were African-Americans, whatnot, uh, and and. and uh, they, we know sometimes some of them were slaves and stuff like that. And what time does a slave really have? The master say, hey, uh, come over here. With hey, wait a minute. Monday, Wednesday, Friday from 9 to 5. It's not those times I'm not coming. No. A slave does what the master says, right? Okay. Now, Paul says he's a doulos. Of Jesus Christ. Now, what's a doulos? In the Greek, a doulos is a is a is a slave. Is what it is a slave, and we we call it bond servant. You know, we 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 desire to be that slave. When you gave your life to Jesus Christ, when I gave my life to Jesus Christ, then that means we gave our time to Jesus Christ. So so he's asking us for more time. That's what he's asking. More time. Why is he asking more time? Because he loves us. He wants us to spend more time with him. And less time with that which is going to keep us from to those who love God. Because he says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And so his commandments are not grievous. So I know that he wants more time of mine, and I like to watch westerns. I like to watch, you know, uh, some sports. You know, you know, I like to do a, a lot of things. I just like to sometimes just relax and do nothing. You know, uh, and so he said, "Well, you know, I we we could." <laughs> he said, "Now you want to quote." All things work together for those. And we stop. He said, no, no, no. Who love God? Who love God? That means you, those who are obedient to what I've asked them to do. So don't run around telling people all things work together for good. Because God calls it to be so. Just remember that the word says to those who love God. Yeah. So that toe of yours, you said it hurt. Yeah. Don't run around telling people all things look work together for for God, because I told you to go to a is a what they call a podiatrist or somebody to, to, to you know get that corn off your foot because see you <laughs> see you can say all things work together for good limp around all you want to you'll be limping around to they call you to the you know in the casting you know. I said, oh, my goodness gracious, God. See now? Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah. Yeah. See, because if he's told me to take care of this thing, and I said, I don't want to take care of it because 
he might want to cut that bunion off. And and there, then, then, what am I going to do? I can't put on a shoe. He's going to bandage this thing up. I can't put on my shoe. Then I got to wear a boot. Then I got to come up here to teach with a boot on. Then I got to explain it to everybody. I don't want to do that. He said, okay. Just don't quote that scripture. Don't quote that scripture on that bunion now. On that bunion. Don't quote that scripture. Don't quote that scripture. Yeah. So our job is, and that's going deeper today, our job is, all things, God calls it now. God calls all things to work together for good for those who love him. Okay? Those who are called according to his purpose, which he's going to take care of. So we're going to encourage one another to love. And I think that's what the, what the, um, the songs were about, uh, the selection of the songs. I, I think that's what it was, Lord. It was, it was about love and about uh, he's so faithful and all these things. All these things. Uh, working together, God is trying to tell us something here. Then Laura comes up and gives something, and then I come up and I give some. Uh, we, we all have a portion in this thing, but we all have to encourage one another, don't we? Encourage one another to love God. To love God. Okay? Let's stand. Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor and Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at cornerstonelynchburg.com, contact us by email, cornerstonecom at comcast.net, or call us at 434-847-4796. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.